This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. I want to talk to you about insincere behavior. We all act, and our actions are taken by others to be benevolent and beneficial or to be derogatory and detrimental. And some people, you immediately irritate them. And some people, you immediately encourage them, attract them. And according to the Vedic literature, the field of activities that the body can maneuver and manipulate in has this natural duality in it that you can't exhibit the lower side, the worst side, the contaminated side, the arrogant, selfish, disgusting, angry side. Or you can go to the other side of the yang and yin, and you can exhibit the good qualities, humility, peacefulness, tranquility, self-control. It's a matter of your education. It's a matter of your knowledge. It's a matter of your determination and your expression of yourself. We have to be very careful in this age because the education system is trying to make everybody the same. You have to learn the same subjects and the same information and the same actions and the same PC rules and the same compliance. You have to do everything the way everybody else does or you get stood on. You get pointed out. Hey, sit down. You. You. Waving the flag. Being happy. Sit down. Stop it. So we have this crazy world concept. And we can be part of the crazy world or we can be part of the divine world. They're both simultaneously here, available for you in the now. You have to choose. That doesn't mean you choose when you're 20, or you choose when you're 14, or you choose when you're 35. You choose daily, minute by minute. It isn't a decision. It's a chain of decisions. Over and over and over and over and over. You have to be your best self. We've talked about the karma cycle. We've talked about the reactions, the actions that you perform, karmatic reaction. You have two accounts. If you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get bad. They do not cancel each other. A good act is not canceled by a bad one. A bad act is not canceled by a good one. There are two accounts. So you have to be conscious in the now. This decision that's before me in the now that I have to make, Do am I going to do it so I have a good result? Am I going to do it so I have a bad result? Well, you need knowledge. You need training. You need to understand what leads to good results. This is why you're instructed to approach a spiritual master. There is a system throughout this entire universe, throughout the entire manifestation about the karmetic reaction, cause and effect. And you need to understand them so you can understand, well, this particular act is not going to give me a good reaction. This act is going to give me a really good reaction. And then you make decisions minute by minute by minute by minute throughout your life, and you get the result. Now, I've said before on our program, I've done shows on this particular subject, but you have to see that you got here, you're in the human form of life, you're listening to this program, you're hearing, and you're thinking about what's being said, so you must have made significant good decisions previously because you're not in a bug body about to be stepped on by somebody walking across the sidewalk 
You're not in a tree body standing out freezing one day and scorching the next. You're in this human form of life and you have freedom and you have opportunity and you have this education and you have the ability to understand and speak and etc. You must have worked well in your previous lives, so why are you becoming irresponsible now? Because of the bad association. And the bad association has stopped being people, it's now devices. The biggest problem with society isn't the people. The biggest problem with society is the devices controlling the people to be less than they're capable of. Now, we have the situation where people are so absorbed in their devices that if you interrupt them, they give you some sort of offhanded remark. They, they're insincere. They don't care if it hurts you or helps you. They don't care if you make a good decision or not. They want you to stop bothering them. They're watching a video that they have been distracted to look at and it doesn't have anything to do with their life. It's the best top ten biggest mansions in the Caribbean or something stupid. You'll never own it. You'll never go there. You'll never see it. You'll never have anything to do with it. You're just daydreaming instead of taking care of your life and your decisions right now. Everybody's life is constantly changing. Life is in flux constantly. You have decisions to make all the time. Right this second, you have a decision to make. Am I going to keep listening to this man on the radio or not? Am I going to let something distract me or not? Am I going to do what I'm supposed to do this afternoon? Am I going to get my list done? So in the Vedic literature, I'm in the Bhagavad Gita here today. And it lists a few things that might help you to understand what the Lord perceives to be as important qualities so I'll give you this list, because I think I've done this before, I'm not sure, but I'll give you this list, and you can understand. And look for yourself. Bounce this list off of your behavior and your focus. Humility, pridelessness, nonviolence, tolerance, simplicity, approaching a bona fide spiritual master, cleanliness, steadfastness, and self-control. Absence of a false ego, perception of the evil of birth, death, old age, and disease, non-attachment to children, wife, home, family, so on, even-mindedness, even amid pleasant and unpleasant events, unalloyed devotion to the service of the Lord. Unalloyed means I don't expect any return. I'm rendering service to the satisfaction of the Lord for His benefit. Detachment from the general masses of people. Accepting the importance of self-realization. Accepting the importance of the search for the absolute truth. All of these are to be considered as knowledge. And besides this, whatever there may be is ignorance. So we have this understanding. We have this guidance. This list is being given by Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita. Knowledge, it says. Humility means that one should not be anxious for the satisfaction of being honored by others. Yet they're preaching that to everybody. Oh, you got to have your 15 minutes of fame. Oh, you need to be a rock star. Uh, come on, you're beautiful. You should be on the runway. Always trying to be acknowledged. Vedic literature says this is not it. Nonviolence is generally taken to mean not killing or destroying the body. But actually, nonviolence means not putting others into distress. 
People in general are trapped by ignorance in this material conception of life, and they perpetually suffer material pains. So if one does not elevate people to spiritual knowledge, one is practicing violence. One should try his best to distribute real knowledge to the people so that they may become enlightened and leave this material entanglement. That is nonviolence. Tolerance. Tolerance means one should be practiced to bear insults and dishonor from others. If one is engaged in the advancement of spiritual knowledge, there will be many insults and much dishonor from others. This is expected because material nature is so constructed. Simplicity means that without diplomacy, one should be as straightforward as he can be and disclose the real truth, even to an enemy. As for acceptance of a spiritual master, that is essential because without the instructions of a bona fide spiritual master, one cannot progress in the spiritual science. So you can see the platform that Bhagavad Gita is talking on. It's not talking on your daily problem, pay the rent and get the car going and pick the kids up at school and do my job and watch my phone and go to the game. All of these are external things that do not build the qualities in you you're supposed to build. You end up influenced. 80% of your advancement, conscious advancement is determined by your association. Well, look around you. What is your association? How much of the behavior, how much of the attitude, how much of the reactions you get from other people is actually insincere? They don't really care about you. People aren't looking at that. People don't notice that. They want what they want. They want to get what they want. They want everything to be easy. They don't want to have to fuss and fight over anything, so they will play any kind of PC, insincere game that keeps their illusion in place, intact. But you can't understand things in proper perspective that way. And we have it now that society is not making advancement. That people don't know what's going on. People do not know how to act as humans. They know how to act in the social convention, the social acceptance. And if somebody steps a little teeny bit off of the line of socially PC accepted behavior, they come down on them like a ton of bricks. Why? Because they're frustrated by all this PC crap. They're not getting anything from it. They're not understanding anything better. They're not purifying themselves by the knowledge coming in because there's no real knowledge coming in. There's opinion, there's deception, there's confusion, there's distraction, there's incomplete information. We're swimming in a sea of all these misconceptions and illusions and distractions. Well, of course, there's not going to be any inner heartfelt fulfillment. Of course, you're not going to develop the good qualities. Of course, you're not going to see the other person like unto yourself. I use the example of hunger. When you're starving, no food, you're on the 15th day, no food. It doesn't matter what race you are, what color you are, what creed you are, what gender you are, how old you are. None of it matters. It's suffering. Why are we allowing there to be that suffering on this planet? And we say, well, you're of this particular race, you can suffer, but you're of that particular race, oh, heaven forbid. We're all human beings in material bodies and we're all uh, suffering to a de one degree or another, a little teeny bit to absolutely 15 days of no food. We have to become responsible on that level. Not responsible to me and my family or me and my job or me and my desires. 
This is insincere behavior. We need to be sincere. We need to watch our behavior. We need to improve our behavior. And the Vedic literature is definitely instructing you why and how to improve your behavior in spite of all the nonsense you're swimming in. Now that's big news. It's like someone who's out at sea, their boat has sunk, they're on a little teeny uh, donut lifesaver, and they've been floating in the sea for 14 hours waiting to be picked up, and here comes a boat and it picks them up. What a wonderful relief. In this all the vast ocean, they found this poor person hanging onto their life preserver, and they saved them. That is what the Vedic literature is about. There's all these people swimming in this sea of confusion and delusion and distraction and disgusting behavior and crazy attitudes, and the spiritual master and the Vedic literature are coming on the boat of knowledge and picking you up. What a wonderful salvation. So you have to be conscious of the importance of self-realization. You have to be aware of the fact insincere behavior does not earn you good credits in the eyes of the Lord, in the eyes of humanity, in the eyes of the spiritual master. This is why it's advised you approach a spiritual master humbly in a mood of service, such that he's pleased with your attitude and he's inclined to give you transcendental knowledge so you can see things in proper perspective. Spiritual master doesn't take over your life. He instructs you how you can maintain, handle, and improve your life. We all need that, don't we? Is there someone out there who thinks, I don't have to improve my life? Is there anyone listening who thinks you're perfect? Is there anybody who thinks you don't have something yet to learn? I don't think so. Then where are you going to learn this? You're not going to learn it from the people that you already look down your nose at, that you already think are crazy, that you already realize don't know what they're talking about, that you're always acting insincere and have bad behavior. You have to approach a spiritual master. He's perfect in behavior. He's selfless in his contribution to your life. He's not taking anything. He's asking for a humble, sincere inquiry. Someone seriously looking for knowledge to increase self-realization and develop their qualities. And he's inclined to give positive instruction and guidance to such a person. If you're such a person, immediately approach a spiritual master, his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Is specifically the representative and empowered personality by the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna to come to this material world and instruct and inform and support and save you and me that are swimming in this ocean of insincere behavior and deception and distraction and all sorts of other things. It's getting late. The earth can't take our insincerity. The society can't take our insincerity. The earth planet is suffering. The society is suffering. The children are suffering. The women are suffering. The old people are suffering because there's so much insincerity. And everybody is busy earning money, just trying to get money. Not trying to help, just trying to get money. So this is turning of the stampeding herd. This society is stampeding to its own demise. If we disrespect nature, we're disrespecting each other because we're all connected to nature. We live from food grown on the planet, delivered by nature's arrangement. If you don't sustain that, how is everybody going to eat? 
there are some very simplistic things that need to be looked at here, some basics that need to be acknowledged. We are causing the problems. It isn't global warming, it's global contamination, mental contamination, social contamination. These things is what we're suffering from. So you have a very wonderful opportunity and a very serious responsibility. You are in the human form of life. It is vitally important you use that opportunity correctly. Turn away from the people that have this insincere behavior. This was another one of the lists I was reading to you. It says, an aspiration to live in a solitary place away from the general masses of people. Why would you want to do that? So they don't distract you and degrade you. That's why. Most of what you get from the rest of society is not actually benefiting you. It's distracting you from working on benefiting yourself. This is a perspective that you need to grow. You need to see. If the society is going crazy, and everybody says that, you don't want to go too. You have to detach from it. You have to get out of the way. Find yourself at a party and suddenly there's all these illegal drugs come out of the woodwork. All, suddenly all these terrible things come out. All these people are going, getting high and getting crazy and getting ridiculous and starting to do things wrong and criminal activities and all this is going on. And you find yourself, you kind of wake up and you go, ah, I've got to get out of here. This is not for me. This is not what I want. This is not right. I've got to go. Well, that's really what's happening with the human society. This is a turning point in the path of humanity. Either you're gonna go down the drain with the confusion, the liars, or you're going to turn. You're gonna turn the other way. You're gonna stay committed to the truth. You're gonna to continue to contribute selflessly. You're gonna work hard on yourself and helping others. Or you're gonna go down with the ship. The ship is contaminating itself, confusing itself, crazying itself. So this is an important time. You must choose. You must evaluate your life, your association, the people around you, your predicament, and you must choose. I get it from people I know. Can't move, I don't have any money. I can't do this, I can't go there. I need more money, I can't get this accomplished. I need, you know, I need to buy one of those. Oh, my car needs a battery. Oh, I have to get some money. No, this is illusion. If you really wanted to change your life, you can do it. It may not be the same, and you may go through quite a transition. You may have to let go, detachment from a lot of things you're attached to. But you can change your life, and you can get back up on your feet, and you can get to a new platform, and you can get the better association, and you can develop and exhibit and grow your good qualities. And if you're not doing that, all the problems you've got are your own fault. You won't work, you won't try, you won't give up something to get something better. I use the example. You've got something in each hand. You go, oh, I like the one in my right hand. I like what's in my left hand too. And you come across something astonishing. And you go, I want that. Oh, but I have to put down something in one of my hands to pick up that. Can you become detached from what you were so attached to? to be able to pick up something much more valuable? Most people actually can't. They yearn, and we, oh, I wish I could pick that up. <laughs> and they could, if they could just let go of their attachment to what isn't so good. This is what you need to develop, detachment. 
detachment from friends and family, but detachment from positions, from work, from from things, attachment to all sorts of predicaments and histories and your town, God only knows, all sorts of things, and become attached to self-realization, to love of God, to selfless service, to the spiritual master's instructions, to purifying your consciousness. This is what's worth being attached to because it's so much more valuable than anything you've got to this point in life. So this is the time. You can see the world is going into a spiral, right to its own crash. Everybody can see it. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's afraid of it. Everybody's concerned. Everybody's in denial. Don't be in denial. Don't be in denial. Take your responsibility. Read the Bhagavad Gita as it is by our spiritual master, his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Find that, read that book, front to back. Make your own decisions. Change your own life. Understand what's expected of you. Understand the potential. Understand what you can actually achieve. I'm giving you such overview, synopsis. It's nowhere near the vast, absolute treasure chest of knowledge and information in Bhagavad Gita as it is that's waiting for you. Free! You simply have to sit down, shut up, and read. You've read the paper, you've read the books, you've read this article, you've read all sorts of stuff on the net, you've read stuff on your phone, you've read, but you've not read Bhagavad Gita. Until you've read Bhagavad Gita, you've not actually heard. So this is the opportunity. You deserve to have this opportunity and take this opportunity and fulfill this opportunity. I'm trying to give you a synopsis. I'm trying to give you encouragement. I'm trying to explain to you the importance and if you take this opportunity, you will be benefited. You will grow. You will understand. You will advance. Your life will be turned. Even if the rest of the stampeding herd goes off the cliff, you'll step aside. You'll turn back. You will be benefited. This is the importance. This is the causeless mercy that's descending upon humanity to take to this book and read it and understand for yourself and act accordingly. Nobody's going to take away your free will. Nobody's going to say, you can't do that anymore. Nobody's going to say, stop it. Nobody's going to say, this is right, this is wrong. Nobody's going to do that. They're going to tell you, this is how the Lord looks at things. This is how it's supposed to be. This is how you can solve all, all, I say, of your problems. And the spiritual master enlarges upon it with further explanation for you to see things correctly to get the multiple levels of importance and understanding. Take this wonderful opportunity because you're watching society implode. It's one of those things where it's a little bit each day, a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. There's no big change, bang. It happens in little teeny increments. It's getting worse, little worse, little, little bit, little bit, little bit. Until suddenly you realize, you know, two or three years ago, I would never do that. Two or three years ago, people would never say that. Two or three years ago, you'd never hear that on the television. You'd never see that. Nobody would ever think like that. It's just gradually, little bit, little bit, little bit degrading. Don't go with it. Don't degrade yourself. Hold yourself up. Don't be insincere in your behavior. Work on yourself. Become self-realized. Read the Vedic literature, Bhagavad Gita as it is. Follow the instructions of the spiritual master. This is the real opportunity awaiting you. 
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.